0: Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seydal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host, and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here, and I am the book doula and the founder of Live Life Happy Publishing. And I couldn't be more proud because I have one of my accomplished published authors on the show today. And When you're listening to this, her book is absolutely going to be available through all the distribution channels and anywhere that you would purchase a book, you can get your hands on her book. So today I'm so excited because I have Becky Frazier with me and she is the author of Coach You, The Introverted Skeptic's Guide to Leadership. And she has her MBA and she's actually a, a professional certified coach as well. And I am so happy to introduce you to Becky. Welcome to the show, Becky. Thank you. It's uh, fun to be here today. Oh, my gosh. So I would love to hear all about you and what inspired you to write this book.
1: Yeah, so I mean, my background originally, from a professional perspective, anyway, I was in human resources for over about 15 years. And there are a lot of things that happen with an HR professional. And uh, there's a, a common actually joke that's like, you can't make it up. And it'll be a chapter in the book. And so it's always been one of those things that's been part of my conversation. But I just never really thought that I would write the book. And then um, several years ago, I went through the certification process and, and became a coach myself and really focused on business and leadership coaching. And I just started to see some themes coming up that I just wanted to be able to share with people even beyond those that I was coaching one-on-one or in teams or in groups or what have you, and just thought it would be fun to get all of that information put into one place. Oh my gosh. And it's so true. It's like, you can't make this stuff up. I always catch myself
0: (laughs) saying that, right? It's such an expression. It's true. Like, oh, you can't make this stuff up. So that's incredible. So you were inspired by your years of experience in, in human resources and you were inspired by commonalities that you were seeing on a regular basis. And so, but I'm curious, like what makes Becky, Becky?
1: Well, a lot of things make Becky, Becky. I think that that's one of the the engaging parts about even with this book and writing this book was trying to figure out what were the most important things about me that I wanted to share and what was really happening. And I mean, some of the things that are uh, the foundations of Becky, I guess, is that, you know, I grew up in uh, a farming kind of situation, and I think that that really influenced Um, how I really kind of absorbed and experienced the world. And then I went on to university and I went on to Yale in terms of my graduate degree. and, And it was just... There were all of these changes and all of these inflection points that occurred in my life. And so one of the things that I think is really interesting is to keep on learning about new things and being around new people. And so it, it to me, is, is really important to just collect all of the insights and experiences that I can get so that when I'm talking to people and engaging with people, I see them as them. Ah. Oh. I was hoping you'd share that
0: story because I already knew that story about you. <laughs> yay! yay. <laughs> so now your book is called Coach You, and that's an acronym. We're going to learn a little bit more about it. We'll investigate the details of your amazing book. But I'm curious, like, so your subtitle is The Introverted Skeptic's Guide to Leadership. So can we jump in a little bit to this idea? What is an introverted skeptic and and why is this important?
1: Yeah, yeah, my introverted skeptics, they're my favorite people. <laughs> and I I didn't realize it, but I I've been surrounding myself with people who fit that profile um for all of my life in fact. And and it's interesting because to me an introverted skeptic is is someone who it's not that they're shy or they don't like to be around people or anything like that. It's really that foundational idea of they gain energy when they are alone or in small and familiar groups. And they're very um, observant about what's happening and they're very deep processors, right? And so it becomes a person who is thoughtful And maybe really kind of takes their time before they put together something that they have to say. And then it gets paired with the skeptic. And sometimes we get a little bit confused, and I talk about this a little bit. There's a difference in my mind between a skeptic and a cynic. And the skeptic is simply the person who doesn't take everything at face value, and they're asking questions, and they want to understand. And my mom used to talk about me as a little kid all the time that, you know, it wasn't just enough that she asked me to do something and much like many little kids. But apparently, it was kind of a standout characteristic of mine that unless you really convinced me that it was worthwhile to do something like there wasn't going to be anything happening with me. So I definitely would put myself on that skeptic scale. Because why should I do that? What would be important about doing that and that shows up in the workplace in a lot of ways as well.
0: Oh my gosh. And it shows up like, and so being an introverted skeptic. So someone who is like, not sure, like, I don't know if I, I am an introverted skeptic. I know that when I step away, I gain my resources and I know I'm an introvert. A lot of people are shocked by that. They're like, what do you mean? You're so social and this and that it's like, but really it's like, when I step away or when, you know, I need that time to myself to regain my energy and strength. And, um, so I love that in your book, you actually, you kind of, You position it in a way and you have an actual inventory to kind of decide, like, you know, to what degree are you an introverted skeptic? And and also, I love this idea of how does it relate to leadership? Can you talk a little bit, speak to that?
1: Yes, I think that, and, and there's a lot of discussion right now around introversion and the bias toward extroversion in leadership roles where People are expected to be able to walk into a room, shoot around a bunch of ideas, make a decision and take action immediately, which in the real world doesn't actually happen. It's just sort of this idea that people have of this is how it should be. So introverts have a tendency to be should on and they should on themselves as well in those kinds of situations. And so that one is one of the pieces. The other element with the skeptics coming into play with that, too, are So many people that I have spoken to, and I had a chance to do a few interviews as I was getting my ideas together for the book as well. And it was really interesting how many people would say, well, I'm not really a skeptic. I've really worked hard not to ask all of the questions. And I thought, well, it But that's you're still a skeptic. (laughs) It's just you've filtered the questions and you've changed how you engage and have those conversations. And that's where, from a leadership perspective, skepticism is really important. I, I think about one example is when you're interviewing someone and they ask a question or you ask a question and they answer you. The person who's not a skeptical will take it on face value and say, oh, great. Thank you. Off to the next question. The skeptic goes a little bit deeper and says, well, what do you mean by this? And how does that show up? And where did that end up being? And they get really curious and investigative around those kinds of things. Well, that's a great, great value. And so where we shy away from, well, I'm asking too many questions or I'm making people feel less than well that's how you're asking the questions. That's not if you're asking the questions. And so when I'm coaching people around these concepts, I'm talking to them about what do you want to get out of the conversation and how is the best kind of str- what is the best strategy for you to be able to navigate that ground and find that space? Oh my gosh. So I just
0: love this whole idea of like, and, and, and this is a common thread through your entire book that I really love is that you're not broken. Like, even though you're this way, you know, or like this, and actually, there's some amazing like growth potential. And there's like so many benefits to like, you're saying like, even if being a little skeptical, well, that might open you up to looking at possibilities or even, you know, if embracing those individuals in your workplace that are a little bit of an introverted skeptic, they might have a lot to bring to the table. Table, but maybe need to be approached in a little bit of a different way. So I love how your book really opens uh, it opens the reader up to this idea of understanding uh, the concept of introverted being an introverted skeptic, but also like this you know what, you're human and to not change who you are and um, to really embrace it. And I love that common theme through your book. And your book is so fantastic because you not only provide these amazing ideas, such as like hold your labels lightly or like be heard even when you whisper, like, you know, sometimes maybe you're not speaking really loud because of who you are, but how can you be heard? And then also showing your work and thrive so people know where you're at when you're working. And I mean, you have so many amazing chapters in your book. But the fun part about it is that you don't, you you give the scenario so people can go, oh my gosh, I see myself in that. It's like they have this opportunity to kind of like, that's me. And then, then you have these amazing skill builders that can really contribute to helping um, someone who might be an introverted skeptic and also, or have someone who is an introverted skeptic on their team. And so your book is so amazing, packed with so much support. Can you tell me what your favorite, your favorite? part about that's my favorite part about your book is the skill builders (laughs) and how it's like there's stories in there you can find yourself but I'm curious what your favorite part is I
1: I actually think it's the co-mingling it's become one of these things that is really critically important not only in the book for me but in the conversations that I have when I'm coaching or training or, or anything like that as well where it's this idea of there's one element that is attitude and mindset And the other side of it is, what are the skills that I need to develop in order to show up the way that I choose to show up? And that's where it became really important to me to have this cadence of think about how you think about a situation. When you think about holding your labels lightly, and viewing who you are, but really not just who you are right now, but the whole of you that was built from all of your past experiences. And then being able to marry that with a skill builder to be able to really take a look at, you know, a little bit more depth and a little bit more understanding about those labels as well. So it really became kind of fun for me to think about, well, how do these combine? And they could have combined in different ways. As you know, there was a bit of discussion about which one goes with which. And so it really is kind of fun for me to think about, you know, these are the ways that you might change how you view yourself as a leader. And if there are some tweaks that you want to develop for yourself, and you haven't really thought about um, how do I build this strategic plan that I was asked to build? There's a little bit of a framework inside of the book to be able to help you determine what that is. Or if it's, I don't want to tell them that I think their idea is really stupid. How do I go about (laughs) having a conversation about that? Well, let's talk about acknowledging and validating and being able to do that. So to me... My favorite part is that cadence between that mindset and that decision about who you want to be as a leader, and then understanding that there are skills that you can develop in order to get there.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that.
1: And there's one part in your book too, you talk
0: about almost like we put on our resume to make ourselves look a certain way. And we like, right. And so can we talk about this idea of the chameleon or the adapter, or like you talk a little bit about this idea of like, what mask are you putting on a role that you're trying to play? Can we talk, can you speak to that?
1: Yes, absolutely. And and that's really grounded in, frankly, my own experience and evolution um, as a professional and as a leader myself and how I had noticed that for myself. And then I've also noticed through all of my experience as well, where other leaders would be performing based upon what they believed other people expected from them. And one of the things that I think is that's deep. That's deep. Say it again. (laughs) Yeah. So where people are really operating and leading in ways that they believe others are expecting them to show up and be. The thing that's really important about that is they hired you. They chose you to be in that role. And so there was something about you that they wanted as part of their organization or part of their team. And so... Why would you go around pretending to be someone else? First of all, that's a lot of work for very little gain. And what I describe in the book is how I did that in a variety of ways. I was the chameleon. I was the adapter. And What ended up happening is that I made a little bit of progress, but at a high cost to myself, it was very exhausting, and ended up burning me out. So now I'm on a bit of a life mission, I'll admit, to really help people recognize what their superpowers are, and really lean into how, okay, this doesn't really serve me well to be interacting with people in this particular way. So what can I do to make who I am shine with the best light in those circumstances?
0: Oh my gosh. That's so powerful. And almost like that difference between performing versus being, it's like just being your like Right. And so, but you raise such a good point because sometimes we think in our head that we're supposed to show up in a, in a certain way. Like you said, maybe we're supposed to like love everyone's idea or come up with ideas right on the spot. Um, but meanwhile, maybe we're the type of person where if we step away, we're going to come up with a really good plan and strategy. And, um, so yeah, I think that's so powerful. And so in your book you talk a lot about these ideas of tapping into what your personal goals are, what your hopes are. And is that does that in your opinion does that is that really really important in terms of leadership and your leadership style?
1: Yes, I think that you have to lead yourself first in order to lead other people. And so until you know what you want out of a role or an opportunity or an engagement, whatever it might be, then how do you know whether or not you've been successful with it? How do you know what your measure of success is if you don't establish for yourself what you want out of it? And It doesn't need to be a smart goal. I know that there are some people who are a little bit traumatized by the whole smart goal kind of situation. I'm a former <laughs> HR professional. I hear you. I get that. And so it doesn't need to be that deep dive kind of experience, but even a general idea of directionally I want to be headed in this way that gives you a sense of whether or not you're going the way that you choose, as opposed to what you believe other people are driving you toward. And and what's so often interesting to me is how inaccurate we can really be about what someone else is expecting. We're so wrong. And often, too, there's the other piece of it where, you know, my expectations of myself, and I hear this from my clients all of the time, My expectations of myself are so much higher than anyone else is expecting of me, right? So why are you trying to be who they want you to be, which is less than what you want for yourself? Oh my
0: gosh. Isn't that funny? We put so much pressure on ourselves and make up the narrative in our brains sometimes. Okay. So I want to backtrack a little bit because someone might be listening to this going, I don't know if I'm an introverted skeptic. Like, so I don't know if Becky's book's going to help me. So can you speak to that a little bit, even though that's on your book title, like, can you, like, how does someone know if they're an introverted skeptic? Now I know you have a whole survey in your book and there's varying degrees of being an introverted skeptic. Can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think one is that you don't you could be an introverted skeptic sort of on the bubble even of each of them. So even for myself I describe myself as an introvert who happens to have a lot of words. It's just <laughs> when I run empty, I'm really empty and you can just see it on my whole face and and in probably even my physicality. And so with that, you know, it just turns off. And so like you were saying even about yourself, It's not always something that you can see in someone else, because it's really about them recharging and regaining. When I think about this book, number one, yes, you might be an introverted skeptic, and then it helps you individually in terms of how you lead, how you show up, how you choose to be. The other side is, I am willing to bet that there is an introverted skeptic within your universe And it can help you understand what their challenges are and what they are facing and give you ideas about how you might even be able to connect with them. And quite frankly, some of these skill builders, doesn't matter if you're an introverted skeptic or not, they're still useful. And so being able to have access to that, but also through the lens of whether it's you or someone you know or love who is an introverted skeptic.
0: Oh, so true. And And is so like your book would benefit so many people like leaders, managers, like whoever managers are leaders, like everyone's a leader actually, right? You can lead your Mm -hmm. own, like, you know, I'm maybe the leader in my mini household or like, you know, leaders can be anyone. And so the other thing I loved about your book, so I, I said my favorite part about your book were the skill builders, but I actually also love this idea and this acronym coach you, which is what your book is called. So even if you don't identify as an introverted skeptic, your soft skills throughout the whole entire book your education around that again someone in your your stratosphere or someone in your you know immediate surroundings is probably an interpreted skeptic but it's this coach you that is gold in your book i absolutely love it i actually use it myself now already and you created this acronym which is so powerful and it's all about can you speak to that like i want i would love the readers to know or the listeners to know all about this
1: Yes, so it was it was fun because I remember even having the conversation with you about building this out because there were so many ideas that I had around this and this was a really great way to to tie them together from my perspective. So coach you is an acronym of confidence, opportunistic, awareness, connection, handling self-talk like how we speak to ourselves, right? And then the other speaking is yak it up. And then observant and understanding emotion. And with each of those different components, each chapter has at the end an opportunity to think about what is it that is the action I choose to take as a consequence of of reading this chapter. And The coach you structure is really about this filtration for what's my motivation for doing it? Where does it build up my confidence? Where does it create an opportunity for me to take this action? And it starts to really get the reader into a position of this is why I will make that change. So back to my mom having to explain why I'm using this to explain why you are choosing to take this action. But I'm not telling you because me telling you won't do any good. You telling you gives you all the power in the world. Oh my gosh. So this is,
0: this is gold. This is why I think this is gold because as a coach and you're a fellow coach is almost like that tool that makes you understand why you want to put something into action. And mm-hmm. so I've used this so much in my own like life and this idea is like for example it's like how will this action build confidence? So as soon as you know what to do, you've already set in your chapters, you're amazing. You set up the whole chapter, you have stories that you share with people so people can identify where they might find themselves in there. You know, how this can maybe Affect you, uh, impact you on a, on a side that maybe not be as wonderful, and then also the the positives of the, the like the actions or like holding your labels lightly or whatever the subject is, and then you have the skill builders, which is so powerful. And so then what happens is it's like okay, well I want to take this action, but then once you know what you're gonna take, it's like walking it through this coach you is so powerful because it reminds you it's like hmm, how will this action build my confidence? As soon as you write that down it makes you want to take that action more or what opportunity will this action create for me it's like then it makes you want to you list all the opportunities it makes you want to take that action and then awareness like how will you learn and affirm about yourself like you know how are you going to grow I just love it and going through all the other ones connection self-talk and everything um is just so exciting to me like that is such a, that's and i think you ha- you're going to be having this on your website as well right for
1: people yes who- absolutely wanting to well both things actually one is the the basic structure of coach you and also actually a, a link to the the pdf for the introverted skeptic and how, how much of an introverted skeptic am I? Um, and maybe even on a fun note, you know, thinking about someone else and thinking, hmm, I wonder how much of an introverted skeptic that person might be based on how I see them and, and really kind of having some fun with it, but also recognizing that not all of those items will be touched by each action you choose to take. It's I'm motivated by this because it gives me a chance to communicate something that is important to me, also known as Yak It Up, in order to to really get that message out because I choose to invest my time and energy into that message. And that may not be true of all of them. Some of them you're like, you know what, I'm going to kind of hide my light on this one because I'm not ready to let it out yet. And okay, so that might be a different part of Coach you. So true, so powerful. And I love that you you talk about your book
0: being a a coach's approach. And so many of my listeners here are actual coaches. So they are just gonna get so much out of your book. And this is all about integrating who you are with how you lead. And so it's not just necessarily like this introverted skeptics. I know a lot of people are gonna resonate with that. But at the same token, it's really this idea of, honoring who you are as a human and then also combining it with how you lead and using it almost as a superpower, right? Like who you are, don't change who you are, like use it as a superpower. So, oh my gosh, Becky. So if there was, you know, one, like if you were to think of one major reason someone should purchase your book, what would it be?
1: You know, to me, I think it really comes down to finding a way to love yourself even more. As a leader, you might be really excited about the leadership that you demonstrate already. And one, this book might help you appreciate that a little bit more, or at least that would be my hope. And then the other side of it is, if you're struggling in some kind of way, then there are perspectives and skills that you might be able to tap into that can help you level that up for yourself. And, and really find a way to recognize those superpowers and stay out of that judgment zone just that little bit more. In fact, it reminds me, there's one section in the book as well that really talks about how you view yourself as a leader. And there are seven different elements that are described. And it's one of these opportunities for you to just kind of go in, see that space and think, this is where I am, but this is where I choose to be. And how do I get from one to the other? And my wish is that the book would have an opportunity for you to kind of figure that path out. And yes,
0: your book 100% does that. And what I love about too, is it really does help to build leadership skills and also helps us to amplify our impact. And I love the way you put that. It's really, and then it's a coach approach to that, right? Because it's everyone is different. And, and as you go through your book, there's so much space for a reflection and coaching yourself that it really does have that amazing input. So Becky, I'm so excited for you that your book is available today when this goes live. yay! And so if you have one final thing to say to the listeners, what would it be?
1: You know, I think, well, one is just appreciation for all of the help uh, and generosity that you've given to me through this process and and really want to appreciate you. And frankly, you know, my, my wish for any of the readers that are out there is that, you know, I just really want you to feel confident and comfortable and connected to the leader that you are. And so with that, you know, really my goal in writing this book and and my hope as you read through it is that you find even more than one opportunity to be able to, to do that. And, and certainly, you know, there are a couple of things out even on my website at focusforgrowth.com where you'd have an opportunity to maybe explore a couple of the different resources that that I provide, and you'd be able to check that out
0: too, yay! And of course, I will put all the links in the show notes, including links to your website and Amazon, and and you can get this book anywhere you purchase books. And so, you, there is going to be the digital order version as well as the paperback. And we would just love it if you wrote a review for Becky as well as that also lets other people know about how amazing her book is and how it can help so many people. So, the last thing that I'm going to say is, I always give away. I do free book giveaways free for the person who wins. So what we're going to do is if you take a screenshot of the podcast that you're listening to now and share it on social and tag me in it. So I know you've done it. And at the end of the month, what I'm going to do is draw on all those people that have tagged me in it. I'm going to give away five copies of Becky's amazing book. I will have it shipped right to your home. So please go ahead and do that. Share the word, share the love. And that is it. Coach you, the introverted skeptics guide to leadership. A coach is a Approach to integrating who you are with how you lead by Becky Frazier. Thank you so much, Becky. Thank you very much. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreaseidel.com, where I help people read, write, and publish books. I believe books change lives. So whose life will you touch with your book? If you've been thinking about writing a book, or you know, you've know you lacked the time, maybe the focus, and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because i I'm your girl I am a book doula I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing so let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives so head on over to my website to find out more about that as well be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode and of course share this with your friends write a review because it really helps grow the show And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.